Hello. Uh, it is one of my daily-ish uh, little updates. Um, this is the 10,000 Insos Project Podcast, and I'm your host. Uh, I'm the, the man behind all of it, um, which isn't much. Um, so, I don't have much. I haven't been making them as daily as I was, because... Um, I'm not doing good, so there's that. Um, some days I do better, some days I don't. Uh, not trying to be a drama queen, but um, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck in a in a in a in a lot of rumination. I'm trying to break out of it. Um, new word I found out was a uh, limerence. It's where you're like kind of obsessed with something. I'm still just trying to wrap my head around. Um, a lot of things and I'm trying to dig my way out. So I was thinking about it today though. What I really need to do is focus on six months from now. Cause I, I, I can't, I won't be like I am now six months from now and six months from now is going to happen. Um, I need to prepare for that. I've gained like fucking 15 pounds in the last few weeks. It's not good. Um, I haven't been good at doing Wim Hof every day like I should. You know, and I, I've known people that I tried to give advice to when they were really not doing good. And I could kind of tell, I was like, I don't, I don't know if they're going to do any of it. And I don't know if they're even really listening to me. So I kind of have to do that to myself now. You know, where like, if somebody's doing really bad, you can't just be like, you know, eat right, get sleep, go to exercise, work on something. You know, like, it's easier said, if they're in just a fucking dark place, then like, you know, how do you... How do you break through in on that? And now I'm have to do it to myself because this is the fuck fucking funny thing is like I, especially if I, once I upload some of my other podcasts um, from the past, the Mystic Nathan's podcast I haven't put up. There's there was seems like you know a, a lot for a long time I was doing really good and I would talk to people who were not doing good and I'd be like. I've been there. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Now I actually have to listen to my own bullshit advice. And it's hard because I'm the one doing it. You know, it's, it's fucking funny because, like, if somebody else talks to you, it seems like it does a lot more than if you do it to yourself. I don't know why. I guess I just don't uh, value my own opinion when it comes to me. I, I think that's part of it. Um, yeah, so... Money's running out because there is no job, and I don't see—I don't see the film industry turning back on anytime soon because um, they're not negotiating. The fucking actors, the writers—they're not negotiating. So how do you move forward if there's no negotiation? Which I said I wasn't going to talk anymore about my relationship issues, but like, it's the same kind of thing. There's no, there's no negotiation. 
if it's just a full-on strike, then then that's that's that. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that what I was working toward for a few years is over so quick. Um, you know, and it's funny because like the short time she was here, she was having panic attacks all the time being like, I hope you don't hate me. And I was like, what are you doing? Baby, amor, what are you doing that you're, you're worried that I'm going to hate you so much that you're having panic attacks. And then she was gone. She's unblocked me. I got that at least. Um, but it's basically like a, she doesn't want to hear anything I say. She just wants to like send pictures of what she's doing these days. Um, just like keep it as light and as like kid friendly as possible. Like not in terms of like 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 on the level of surface like you know kids toddlers you can't talk to sit down a kid and talk to them about deep shit because they just don't they just don't have it so just pretend that nothing happened and talk about um you know the weather or whatever or you doing anything fun these days um how you how, how you doing in school <laughs> um How's volleyball, you know, like kids or something? I don't know. Not that anyone's doing volleyball. I'm, I'm definitely not doing volleyball. I'm gaining weight and not doing anywhere near what I should. I have been working on the Kickstarter. Um, I did make a video that I haven't put up yet um, that I, I put. I spent some more time on um, editing. I edited it. I narrated it. Um I shot the footage and I, um, what else? Uh, what can I think? Oh yeah. Cause I haven't a, a full fucking night of sleep in fucking two months. Um, I think I'm doing good. And then I, then I realized, wait, no, this is like, I keep thinking about how to fix something that the other person doesn't want to fix. So it's checkmate. So it's over. And yet it's not because uh, she's still here illegal. And, um, yeah. Um, she's somewhere going on boat rides and cute dates with somebody. Whoever it was, I didn't spend the last few years fucking trying to get her here. Um, I don't hate nobody. I'm just fucking hollowed out. You know, the thing is, I used her as motivation for so much, and now that's gone. So now I'm kind of like, you know, this will sound awful. And I'm just an awful fucking person. But like, 
you know, people kept asking me, like, when I lost 140 pounds, like, how did you do it? What's your secret? One of my secrets was there's a fucking cute girl that's like, I'm coming, you know, we're going to be together one day, yada, yada, yada. And she'd send me lewd and lovacious, lewd content. Um, and um, of her own making. And that was, oof, that, that'll get you, you know, if any of you peoples out there uh, could ever get in such a situation, that will give you fucking immense motivation to go to the gym, eat right, all that. Now I'm like, I, 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 I can't recreate the situation I was in that was, you know, so highly motivating. Um, the, the, um, grand pot prize of, um, you know, is, is not, is no, it's no longer possible. Um, how do I say that? doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to talk to a therapist next week. Um, again, and we'll, we'll see what, what, how that goes. Um, I'm done watching videos. I'll post some videos. So if you're anywhere curious, after hundreds of hours of video watching and some podcasts, I don't know how many podcasts, probably a hundred of them, uh, episodes, um, and some books I read because I just kind of obsessed over this because I just having, I, I, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a loop. But I can't watch any more videos, especially since some of the best ones said that, like, this is a thing, this is part of the trap. It's fucking crazy when you find out about a thing and it explains everything and you're like, I'm playing the part in the script that the person that does this, they're in the script that's, like, already written out to some extent for us they're doing what the the other person does that has this disorder. Um, and sorry, uh, battery ran out. So there's a, there's a, going to be a weird skip there. What was I talking about? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, two people are playing like a script almost where this person functions this way and this person functions that way. And it's like it has an, an end to it, and it's unfixable. You can't get closure in this situation. I'm going to post the, the videos uh, I saw, the last three. The last three that I think sum up what I've been up to for the last few years, as well as the last three months. Um. I guess it's four months now because uh, three months of her here, one and a half month. The fuck day is it? Yeah, it's the 12th. Um, a month and a half of her gone. Well, I guess it's just a little bit over a month, not a month and a half. But anyways, um, yeah, mental illness. It's a real motherfucker. Um, and, and some things are only... Uh, Everything is only curable if the one person is interested. That's not even curable, but some things are manageable if some if the if the other person's willing to manage it. I mean, this is kind of like the similar to like 
you know, a person who has a drug problem and you're watching them do all of the things, you know, on and off, on and off. They're on a real big bender. Okay, they, they got clean and you, you think maybe this is the time and they, you know, um, but they, they don't end up staying clean. I'm not saying that that's how all people who have substance issues, how they work, but like, you know, we know the cliches and if, you know, in this situation, I'm living my cliche and she's living her cliche. And part of the thing is there's no closure because the other person is not working off the same, um, sorry, I'm hiccuping because I just drank some water. The other person's not fundamentally not working on the same thing. Their brain does not work the same way. Their, their way they construct reality and think about things does not work the same way. So you can't find um, common ground. You can't find closure because <clears throat> they don't view any of it the same way you do. Um, and, and their whole thing is they don't want to deal with any, any, anything that has any kind of criticism or anything where it looks like they did anything wrong. So if they did things wrong, you're just not going to have that conversation. You're never going to get back to a place where it's like, I'm sorry I did that. You're sorry you did that. And we we can talk it out. You know, normal people, they go to couples counseling or whatever. And, you know, it's like, you know, Bob, you leave your socks on the ground. It's like, well, Jill, you keep fucking the gardener. And, you know, they work it out. You know, maybe if they really both love each other and they're like, okay, well, Jill's going to stop fucking the gardener because it bothers Bob and Bob's not going to fucking leave his socks on the ground and they can potentially fix their problems, you know? If the other, if one person's like, well, uh, you did this and the other person's like, no, I, I didn't do that. That was you. And you're like, wait, um, wait, let's go back there. You did this to me and I need you to do this. And they're like, well, none of that's actually true. So where, 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 where do you, if the one person is like a fictional character and, and doesn't seem to know the difference between lying and not lying, then you, there's no, there's no common ground unless you just submit and do and, and, and let them get their way a hundred percent, one hundred percent. There's no compromise. There's no give. There's only their narrative, which may change over time. And it's best if you just don't talk about it, because then you don't have to lie. Um, you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to, you know, you just can avoid it and just ignore it, and then it doesn't exist anymore. So, yeah, uh, I'll post a couple of links to the, the videos I was talking about because uh, there was, there's one lady in particular, her videos, I was like this is my you're describing the good times, you're describing the bad um, as I know from the outside I probably just look like a fucking moron um, and I kind of am but uh, I you know there was a point in time where this was really um, special to me. And I thought I had won the game, but I did not. <laughs>
Um, so there's that. I know I should stop talking about the. Should talk about what I'm actually doing with the Enso's. Uh, I've been working on them. I made a bunch of them. I shot a bunch of stuff. I got a video that I'm up post you know this weekend and this weekend it's saturday um you know one of the things i've been doing that's probably also not healthy is i write letters to her and don't send them because it's there's no point anything you use you say will be used against you um every everything your weaknesses they're going to use those uh, they're going to take the stuff where they, uh, the parts where they hear that they did good, and they're going to convince themselves that they did good. The parts where you say they did bad, they're going to say, uh, that's your problem. It didn't happen. Even a, a phrase for this is Darvo. It's a deny, attack, and reverse role of victim. And that's basically how it works. You can't get them to admit they're wrong about something. Or that they did wrong, because if they can admit that they did something wrong, just straight up by itself, then um, it like f- gives them a uh, what do they call it? Narcissistic injury, and um, they'll never look at you the same again. But we've already crossed the threshold where they're, she's never going to see me as the same person I she used to. Um, and there's no winning in this. There's absolutely no winning. Um, no closure. And they even said in one of the videos, like, you know, you're, a lot of people are going to fall into a trap where this whole situation has become so confusing and so hard to process because it just two plus two equals seven. It, 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 you try to figure out what went wrong. You try to figure out what you did wrong because I'm the kind of person who's going to always blame myself. So I'm, I'm going through the fucking whole history of things over and over and over and trying to figure out how to fix it because I'm a person who fixes things. And now I'm so fucked up. I'm, now I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to fix myself. I, was, I got really good at fixing myself in the last five years or, or five years ago or something. I, I had fixed some things and was continue fixing things. And now I'm like on square one or something. I'm not sure how to write myself. And I don't have a job to go in, and ha- that's one other big worry. I, 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 this happened at the same time, and it's, it's funny because just like all these videos, they say all the same things. They go, and the person's going to leave you at the worst possible moment because they don't, they don't want to take responsibility for anything. Not that it was her responsibility that I have a job, but like, um, she wouldn't want to deal with me when I'm not just doing good things for her. So if my money's short. If I'm gonna have stress, it's time to fucking go. This this uh, this free ride is, is is no longer as cool as it was. You have to do exactly what they want, or they get uh, they're not happy. Especially if they're young and cute, and have a massive Instagram following, they just have to get online and go through the DMs and be like, "I'm going out and gonna forget about these problems." Um, what about this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy? Um, okay, well, that one will take me to um, the fucking Poconos. That one's going to take me, you know, fucking river rafting, whatever the fuck. That guy's a sailboat ride. That guy's a dinner out at a fancy place. Just go through the thing. Go on permanent vacation. 
And uh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully she can pull it off. There's other people out there that aren't nice, don't actually, you know, love her. I hope that she doesn't fucking piss one of them off. Like she done did me. I'm not make, I'm not angry though. I feel bad. I feel bad for her. Which is fucked up. She's the one that fucking left me. Not that I'm some great prize, but uh it's not it's not what I mean. Um she's kind of doomed. I will be able to write myself and I will be able to have a healthy relationship again someday. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. A healthy relationship. When was the last time I had one of those? Um, I'm the I'm the people pleaser. I'm the fixer. I'm the uh, you know one of the videos. I think I liked it a lot because it was it said like you know these type of people seek out. They, they said normally they seek out a person who's a fill. Uh, what did that stand for? It was like. Uh, damn it. Let me, let me, let me look this up real quick. Uh, just for yucks. Cause I have time to kill. I don't really have time to kill. That's the thing. Um, I'm just, it's like I'm in an airport waiting to take off somewhere, but there's no planes coming. There's no planes going. Um, when is, what was it? Phil, um, Sorry for the uh, sorry for the, the pause. Just take a moment to reflect. Um, uh, I can't look it up. It was an acronym. It was Phil. Uh, but oh, now I looked up this. Anything you look up, it's this million Doctor Phil. Fucking who gives a shit what he thinks? Um, damn it. There's the lady. I'm going to pause. Okay. I looked it up. Uh, I I couldn't remember what the L was, or the I. P-H-I-L. But I guess there is no I in there. Or at least I'm skipping through. I can't find what the I is supposed to... to, to. Hmm. Uh... I'll throw the link in there. Maybe she does say it. Um, but yeah, uh, P is for protector. It's where you need to be needed. And you need, you need, a, you, know, you know, it's like, it's like a fucking, uh, uh, like one of those, um, sheep herding dogs. They, they need to do that. It's in them. It's bred in them. Just like fucking, whatchamacallit's, uh, um, bloodhounds. They need to sniff things. They're, built for that it's like their thing um says that the these people these these people these women because it's about covert narcissist female narcissist um they're looking for somebody that's uh what was the p p stands for like protector needed like someone who fixes things someone who who protects someone who um needs to be needed and yeah, that's definitely me uh gives me a you know reason reason to to live and all that i'm not i'm not some fucking like you know i i gotta i gotta be working on helping the h is for hero um because i was gonna be i was gonna be her hero i was trying 
had been her hero for a long fucking time. Got her to fucking, you know, uh, throw up pills she had taken so that she can go get her stomach pumped so she can live another day. Did, you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I helped in, in times of need and times that weren't needy. Still was super helpful. And then the L, I, maybe she does say it, but I, I was skipping around and trying to find it real quick. I don't know what the I is. Maybe there is no I. I don't know. I guess there probably isn't. <laughs> uh, who? Hey. And then the L is for loyalty. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely that. Um, someone who's loving and loyal. Definitely me. Definitely lots of love. But it goes in, it went in one direction. And the funny thing is, I was looking, reading um, some stuff. They say that one of the reasons why they cheat so much is because they don't have, they have low satisfaction in relationships. And part of it's because they can't really accept or use the love you give them. It doesn't stick. Like uh, my man, my man here, Lee Hammock, he has a podcast called uh, The Narcissist Code. I think I put the link in one of the ones. He said, um, it's like two people like our buckets, right? In normal relationships, you, you pour a little in my bucket, I pour a little in your bucket. Back and forth, you know, with narcissists, they have holes in their bucket. You pour, you pour some more, and you pour some more, and you pour some more until you're completely empty. But it never fills them up because they got holes in the fucking bucket. Like, you can only fill them up for, like, brief, brief, brief moments, and then it's all gone, and you never did anything. So, yeah. Um... I was a tenacious motherfucker, and I would have kept going. You know, thank God for the internet, and thank God for social media. As much of a scourge as it is, if I would have never found these videos, I would have kept going. I would have kept on the treadmill no matter how fast it went until I died. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, there's that. I guess that's it for the I guess this has nothing to do with incels. And I said I was going to talk about relationship stuff, but I'm, I'm in a fucking hole, dude. Um, so I, I'll put these links up there, and maybe well, there should be some music stuff. You know, I think I've already mentioned this, but uh, there's a really good set of Mala in the Boiler Room I was listening to right before I turned on the mic. Um, I've been, I've been very half-ass learning how to DJ, uh, at least learning how to use my DJ controller I bought a year ago when I can't sleep at night, um, which if I wasn't watching these stupid videos, uh, I would probably be a grandmaster by now, but I've, I've, I've spent hundreds of hours in the last month watching videos trying to wrap my head around all this shit. And I, I guess I'm done because like in one of the, several of the videos that are like, you know, this is what the trap you get in. You try to make sense of this. Like, you're a logical, rational person. You're trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense on your level. Because um, for them, r rational logic and even truth doesn't, isn't fucking part of uh, the framework. So, you're never going to, you're never going to find... 
how it makes sense, especially some of the things they do. Um, it's going to be so hard that you're like working really hard on trying to make something work with somebody and then they just fucking bounce and then they hate you. Um, you know, like how could somebody move on and how could, how could somebody be so shitty, you know, um, and not have any loyalty <laughs> whatsoever. Um, part of me keeps thinking, um, well, first, the, the, I forget what I was saying something about the social media, but like, if, if I wouldn't have, yeah, no, no, if I wouldn't have seen, if I wouldn't have seen these videos and stuff, I would have kept going way past the point of where any rational person would, I guess that would make me irrational. I would have just kept on going. Um, I don't know. I got, I got, I got flustered with my thoughts there. Um, I guess that's it for today. This has nothing to do with the Ensos, but if you're at all interested, um, that's that's what I got going on, and I'll send put the links up. And I, the the main thing is like I have to, again with logic and rationality, like the Stoics, I gotta keep. I gotta get my mind off this by remembering that I'm gonna be alive in six months. I'm gonna be alive in a year. I'm gonna be alive in five years. What do I want to be doing? Because right now I I'm losing money and I gotta get a job. Um, but I also am just sitting here staring at the ceiling trying to figure out something that's, that can't be fixed. I I don't want to be doing this six months from now. It's been a month and a half, and I'm a pretty pivot fast kind of guy sometimes in some ways. So I need to get unstuck. And part of it is I can't be stuck like this six months from now. So I just need to start doing all the things for who I want to be six months from now. And some things I need to, I need to get back the motivation I had, but through something else and everyone what the, it seems like is I'm supposed to be getting this motivation straight from myself, which um so I still like just love myself enough to do this and focus on myself enough to just do this. But I was a person who focused on fixing someone else and also improving myself for the other person. If I don't have the other person in that 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 thing, how do you improve yourself for the other person if they're not there anymore? You don't have a person. Um, it's like a death, too, because once I found out this, it's not like a, a normal, like, we can just talk this out. We can't. Can't. There's no talking things out with a with a um, incurable mental illness thing. You know, it really fucked me up back in the day. I had, 20 years ago, I had uh, a friend who had, who, who, who got schizophrenic. I mean, I guess he had schizophrenic. I don't know how you'd say that, but like, or had, had schizophrenia, but like, you know, we were teen, late teens and he fucking lost his shit. And, um, between him and my, one of my other friends, this girl that I was like in love with, you know, fucked up, dysfunctional friend zone kind of way. Um, 
you know, where they're, you're basically their emotional boyfriend, like f- fucking going steady in a way, but only as the emotional boyfriend. And then every, every other dude's the, um, the, the sex and romance, uh, portion of, of their life. They've, 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 you know, um, compartmentalize these things. These two people were like super important to me. And there was a point in time precipitated mainly by the fact that my friend like lost his fucking mind. I didn't know how to deal with him anymore. And I also had been talking to a mentor. I had actually had a mentor. I was a mentor, mentor. Um, and I was like real frustrated with the, um, the girl and woman if you like that better, but we were like late teens. So whatever the fuck. Um, and I, and when I, I say girl, like, and I'm talking about an adult, I don't mean that. And, uh, you know, I mean that more lovingly, like in Spanish where it's, you know, it's not corazón, it's corazoncita, you know, it's not gordo, it's, um, gordito, you know, you add that little, um, what what do you would call it? I don't. It's not. It's not. You make it little. It makes it cute. It makes it. Um, it's endearing. You know. Uh, it's not an insult. So if I say girl, it's not. It's not a fucking insult. Anyways, homegirl. Uh, I, I I was really frustrated because I did, I really didn't know what I was doing back in those days, and I really was not navigating things the right way. And I talked to my mentor and he's like, well, what do you know about this girl? Is, is, you know, I'm like, she does this, 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 and it's really frustrating because I want this and she blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, you know her to do this and you, you've known her for this long. You know her better than like most people, you know, maybe, maybe you know her the, the best of, of anyone. I was like so connected to this girl, woman, and uh, he's like, well, what happens if you win and you get her? You finally get her. He's like, how do you think she's going to treat you in that, you know, in that situation? I'm like, shitty, because she was really shitty to me a lot. And um, he was like, do you see that changing? I was like, oh, I don't. And... For totally different reasons. I basically, like my two closest people in my life, I I basically just got, I had to leave both of them. Um, the girl, because I realized that she wasn't good to me and it was fucking me up and I was trying to get something that was never going to happen. She was never going to be good to me and love me because that just, if, if, that, if she would have loved me, it would have already happened by now. If um, she was going to be good to me, it was already going to happen by now. But she was kind of like just like um, it was like her punching bag slash best friend or something. And then the dude, not a romantic thing, was just my best friend. And um, I didn't know how to deal with him anymore because like he wasn't him anymore. He like fucking lost his mind. And the meds, it was on all kind of different meds. And, you know, this med would do that, that med would do that. But they didn't have his shit under control. And they put him on a med. And he'd be on it for a month. And then no mas. 
because I mean, if if you've ever known somebody, you know, this twenty years ago too, I've heard that the medication is better than what they used to have. But the farther you back, the the worse the meds were for some of this shit. And uh, you know, he he was schizophrenic. He had some serious problems. He he had, he had all this stuff going on. Like he would. For a while, he, he he wouldn't allow himself to sleep at night because he was very concerned that he was going to rip off his own dick, uh, which is not a problem most people have. Um, but for some reason, he was insanely worried about this. So he wouldn't go to sleep. He'd like, stay up for days and days and days. Obviously, that's just going to make him fucking more like um, dysregulated, more fucked up, more crazy. He's doing all kind of wild shit. And I'm like looking at him, I'm like, the person I knew isn't even here right now anymore. He's like screaming about some crazy shit. He'd act normal for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, he'd, he'd have me, he'd call me 30 times in a row in the middle of the night, in the middle of the week when I got to work in the morning. He'd be like, yo, I got to meet up with you. And I remember one time he, 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 he had me go meet him at like, IHOP or Denny's or whatever, because, you know, small town America, that's what you do in the middle of the night when you're under 21. Go meet him up, and he's giving me this whole spiel about he met some girl, and they're going to have the Messiah. Um, They're going to, he's going to give, give this woman his seed, and in her womb will become the savior of the world. And it's like, uh, bro? He's like, do you think that's a crazy idea? And I'm like, bro? Uh, no, it's not. That's totally fucking insane. Why do you think that? And we got to talk about it, whatever. And it really fucked up. He's like crying and shit. Um, I was like 18 and full of shit. I, I had no, I had no fucking, I didn't know what to do with these people. Um, I didn't know what to do with him. Sure as fuck didn't know what to do with the girl that was like, you know, and, you know, it's teenage, so it's, like, kind of insane kind of love. It's not real love. It's not, like, you know, the kind of love you have when you've been with a person for years, like, you know, live together and, you know, because I've done that now. Uh, that's a different kind of love. That's, like, a crazy love. That's, like, your um, out-of-your-mind kind of love. And that's what I had, and I, I couldn't figure out how to fucking... So I just kind of like um, quit them both at the same time, cold turkey. Which uh, I'm not saying that's a good idea of how to how to manage things, but I just fucking bounced. Told them both, you know, for both wildly different reasons. Obviously, one was romantic and um, obsessive, and the other one was like, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what to do with you anymore. But and I was also at the time I was on this whole Christian thing because I was I was Christian back then, which adds a whole other element to what was going on. Um, funny enough, that's when I I that was that was the beginning of the end of my faith was that situation between those people because I couldn't understand why why God and this probably sounds shitty now, but I was like what. Well, I mean, that's shitty. What's the, I don't know what you would call it. Um, I looked at the world as just there's all this fucking wild shit going on and there's no one's happy and everyone wants to fucking off themselves and everything's fucked up 
And I was like, well, why, like, how can God let this shit happen? And this isn't even the worst. You know, this isn't the fucking Holocaust. This is one of my friends is losing his mind. And this girl does not want to, um, uh, get cuddly and naked with me. Um, she don't want to kiss me. She don't want to kiss me like that. Uh, which I know somebody's gonna be like, you're you're entitled, you're this, you're that, whatever. Because that's normally the thing. If you are like really, um, you know, what's the word for it? Uh, I need to get sleep at night. When you when you're like have that crazy in love kind of thing, uh, people people say you're entitled or you're this or they're that, but you're like, I really love this person so much, and they're it's unrequited love, and you realize, okay. I, there's only so many options and I can either stay in this miserable fucking state. This person knows I love them, but it's like, no, or you can just walk away. So I walked away because I couldn't take it no more. And people will be like, well, you ruined a friendship just because you wanted to get your dick wet or some shit like that. No, no. I mean, I could have fucked somebody else. Um, it wasn't that, I wanted that uh, that ooey gooey romantic fucking something. Whatever, I'm talking too much. Um, but I'm, I don't have that many people to talk to. I, I got, you know, I got friends and family. But like, you know, it's, I don't, I don't. What, what can you say when you're like, I'm still just struggling on the same, same, same thing currently. Like my current situation is. Nothing's changed. I, I don't want to just dump my problems on people. So I'm dumping them on you, motherfucker. Um, you're hearing it live now. Um, I don't know. This might be interesting to come back to two years from now when I'm doing something different because I kind of have to get made or broke by this. Right now I'm broke. I'm trying to glue shit back together. Wabi-sabi style, like the Japanese... Um, you know, they break a teacup and they put it back together, but fill in the little gaps and stuff with gold. That's what I need to do. I just don't have any gold. I don't have no money. Um, I don't have a job for me during the day to go and work on stuff. I have really bad sleep is what I have. I did go to the gym today, but I don't know why. They, they fucking closed the gym at like 7 or something like that. I was I was really getting warmed up. I had really psyched myself up. So I was going to do the, the fucking elliptical for like two hours, which is something I do sometimes to, I don't know, torture myself a little bit. I was going to do the elliptical for two hours. I was, I'd really psyched my, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I keep hiccuping. I'd really psyched myself up. I was going to do it until I felt like I was going to, fall over. Sorry, I'm, I'm hiccuping really bad. One sec. Alright, alright. We're back. So you'd hear me ramble about nothing to, to nobody, about people that you'll never meet and you'll never hopefully figure out who I am either because I say too many things on this podcast and um, personal things. I just don't want you to know me. Uh, I don't matter. Like, and I don't want to, I don't want to be known. Confessions of a Lonely Dude. 
you know, that's one of the things. Like in the last few years, I was like, I think I've beat loneliness. But now I'm like, well, obviously you did. You had a fucking, you know, you had at least one girlfriend the entire time. There was sometimes I had almost two. Cause I, you know, it was a supposed to be an ethically non-monogamous relationship, and I was doing the ethical part. Um, and so before she moved here, yeah, um, at one point in time, she she was claiming to be a cuck queen. And, uh, of course that didn't last forever where she was excited about it. She's, she stopped being excited about it. It's weird. It's weird. Some, um, they, with this disorder at some point in time, they kind of look at you more of like an object to be owned instead of at one point in time, she loved me. And I think she was really into the idea. I think she honestly was into the idea of me like hooking up with other chicks. I think she was definitely at one point in time, she definitely said that would get her off. Who knows? They lie all the time. So who knows what she actually thought? But then once I was doing it, I don't know. Um, not sure how many women I dated before it started. I, I could tell it was changing. I'd kept asking her like, are you okay with this still? Is this still f- cool with you? Or are you still getting off on this? And she got quieter and quieter until I was like, okay, I don't think she is no more. Um, so I quit, turned off all the dating profiles because I was like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I want to make you feel secure. So I went monogamous for for a while. And now I'm, I'm ethically just, <laughs> uh, ethically not anything. Um, I'm ethical. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not monogamous polyamorous I'm, I'm stuck so yeah I keep thinking maybe maybe I can just turn back on the d- dating websites and, and get myself distracted and find some kind of motivation that's not cool to the other person though and um, I don't think I have a lot to offer right now <laughs> um, yeah so that's where I'm at I'm going to dig myself out of the hole by myself. And some of the main motivations I had in life for the last few years um, feels like a trap. And I also, this went down in a failure, so I feel like I, I can't. Um, yeah, I just, I, I swipe, swipe, swipe. I've turned it back on. And I, I, I swipe, I swipe. No, 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 no. Because I'm like, you know what? All I'm looking for is the girl that left me. That's it. That's all I'm looking for. She's somewhere in Jersey. I got her this far. Got her fucking halfway to citizenship. She's somewhere in Jersey. That's the girl I want. The one that's not even nice to me. Uh, yeah. So I have to go back and tell myself again until it sticks. Where do I want to be in six months? What do I want to be doing in six months? I got a lot to do if I want to get anywhere in six months. Just getting out of bed and doing normal things. I got to do a lot (laughs) to myself to be where I want in six months or or six years, you know? 
That's far out of the future, though. Six months. Let's just talk six months. Let's make it make it simple. Six months. I need to not be broke. I need to be working again or make this inside thing work. And um, I, I need to be cool with that this is done. Done, done, done. Over, over, over. Odds are she's going to, like, try to repatch things before like she has six months before like she's really in trouble with immigration she also um you know as they say that these relationships never work out so who knows when if she'll try to come back once whatever she's doing now doesn't work because it won't just like we didn't work just like the last one and uh I mean, this girl, this girl claimed that one of her fucking exes committed suicide when they broke up. And she was worried about that all the time, that I was going to commit suicide once we broke up. I'm like, no, I'll be, you know, I'm cool. Well, I'm not committing suicide, but I'm also not cool. (laughs) No longer cool. Um, And it's good I'm not fucking, you know... This didn't happen to me when I was 18. I probably would have fucking... That would have been enough. This situ- this this relationship would have been enough to push me over the edge when I was 18 or something like that. Because I know how I was back then. Especially maybe like 22 would be even worse. I just knowing myself and my own my own past and how bad off I was at certain point, points in time. 21, 22, dude. If I would have been in this relationship... And it ended the same way. I would not have made it. But I'm older. And I know I've been through some wars. And this is another one. And there's been bad situations in the past. And I got myself through them. I have to remember those things. And remember that a year from now, I might be looking at this completely in a different way. I might be looking at me as like, Hey, dumbass, what did you think was going to happen? I might be thinking a lot of things. Or I might not be thinking about it that much because I might have already hopefully not found myself in another situation. I, I realize that like there's talking to one of my exes, there's, there's multiples of them that have similar but different, somewhat related <laughs> mental mental things. So I need to not find myself another one of them because it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out well. Untreated mental illness um, doesn't work out real well. And, you know, everybody has problems. If you're blind, you learn Braille, you get a walking stick. It doesn't fix everything, but, like, you know, you get a seeing eye dog. There's things you can do to improve your situation. Uh, if you're a junkie, you can go to rehab. Um, and I guess that that's where it turns back on me. I got to figure out how to fix myself up from this. I got to figure out how to improve myself from this. I got to figure out how to get to where I want to be. I want to. I want to like leave New York. I need a vacation. I need to fucking. I need to just be living a different life. I had a breakup like this 20 years ago, and I fucking left. I left the town I grew up in. 
I moved across country, had a lot of wild adventures. It was not a fun party. Just, I brought my heartache to other places. And it took me a long time to get over that one. And um, I don't want to waste years on this because I've already wasted five. So, and I'm fucking gaining weight. <laughs> it's not a mystery why I'm gaining weight either. Um, not good weight. I've only been to the gym like once a, once a week, once or twice a week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I should just shut up for, for now for this podcast for today. Um, thank you for listening to me. I'm sorry this podcast isn't cool yet. Might not ever be. Um, I'm gonna get these goddamn insos up though. Like the, the, the Kickstarter. Uh, I was going through that. I was setting up shipping profiles with, um, UPS and USPS, yada, yada, yada. Just doing a bunch of fucking adult work, you know? Um, yeah. Yep. Drop knocking things over. I'm not even drinking. You know, I went a long time without drinking. Not that I'm, it's like a major problem for me, but like it was in the last five years, it was something to avoid mainly because of weight loss. And then for other reasons. Um, and now I'm like, I want to do anything to just try to help where I'm at mentally. And I know that's not going to work, but it's a thing that I could do. Um, and I'm not, I'm not, I haven't like dipped back into drinking only like three times in the last month, you know, but, um, still it's like, well, that's a bad idea. Don't, don't even fuck with that. It's a trap. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it for today. I hope you think about where you want to be in six months. I'm sure there's a, there's a highly likely chance that you're not in a, like a more, despairing, um, despondent, uh, forlorn, um, kind of place, but you should think about where you want to be in six months because we're all going to die and I might live another 40 years, probably not, but, um, maybe 38, who knows? Um, maybe another 30. Maybe another 20. I don't know. Uh, I, I hope to live to a nice age to commit suicide. I want to get to, you know, a nice age where they go, hey, Bubby, uh, remember all those crazy things you used to do? Remember all those times you used to take um, weird supplements and stuff and guinea pig, all kinds of things? Well, you got cancer. Remember all those jobs you did where there was asbestos everywhere? Yeah, buddy, you got you got the cancer. So, and then I will, you know, uh, if you've ever seen How to Die in Oregon, great movie. Um, I'll, I'll gather around the family, uh, not with a pocket full of shells. I'll g- gather around the family and, uh, you know, talk to them, 
talk to everybody, have a, have a nice little party or something like that. We'll have some cupcakes and some juice and um, maybe some heroin. And then um, I'll fucking, uh, what did I think, second all in, in, in How to Die in Oregon. That would be my preferred way out. Gather around the last few people I know. Um, be like, it's been great. Um, the cancer's getting bad. They say they can't cut it out without cutting off my head. And, uh, that'll be, that'll be that Jack. And the main thing is before that happens, way before that happens, I need to live 40 years, not just be alive, but I need to live and I need to make a bunch of shit happen. Otherwise I won't be so happy when, when that time comes. Um, you know, sometimes I got to think about various funerals I've been at because like I'll get these profound feelings of like the immediacy of life and the memento mori and the, you know, just that feeling of like, we're alive now. It's all these people gathered around. We're gathered around today in memory of, you know, you, you're all there and you're looking at this person and it might be a person that you have good memories of and shit memories to go right along with them. And you're thinking about how sad it is that you some of this shitty things you're never going to fix. You're never going to fix with them. You know, they might have been a dickhead most of their life, but they were still family or they were still something. And, you know, they weren't all bad. And, you know, um, every all of it, the hurt, the happy times, the love, even if it was dysfunctional, it's all over with that person. You can never talk to that person again. Whatever things you wanted to say that were left unsaid, you can't do it now. You have to, and, and you know, I, 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 I remember one person's feeling, I really, it, it fucking really gassed me up to really make some changes and do some things. It was during a period of time where death was my, one of my prime motivators. Um, death and ass. <laughs> death and ass. And, um, yeah. I had I had a girl I was chasing, and I also was like, I'm changing my life. And I was doing all kinds of shit, and I was making things happen. And uh, I was making big moves and uh, changing up all kind of stuff. And I have to, I have to reconnect to that somehow um, or something similar. And really, to, to be honest, ass was a <laughs> it's shallow and it's awful, awful. But when I say ass, I also mean like a lot of love. I was, I wanted to really love this person and... You know, I was always the chaser with this person. And somewhere in my corny, vanilla subconscious, I, some part of me thought I would chase her, chase her, chase her. And one day she'd turn around and fucking kiss me like in the movies. And uh, part of me thought that was going to happen someday. And it never happened. I ain't sure she kissed me. She did. We did. We did stuff that 
if I talked about it on here, you'd probably be like, you're a freak, fucking pervert. Um, <laughs> but uh, I lived a life with her that no one else really knows about. She never let me meet any of her friends. She only met uh, four of my friends briefly. Very, very briefly. Like, a couple of them showed up for it to be the witness, the wedding, and we went out to eat afterwards. And then she met some friends of mine in um, Portugal. And, uh, yeah, she met, she met, like, one of my friends, like, two times on that trip. That's it. No one else knows any... No one else on my side knows anything besides what I've told them. Same thing with her, but even less. I never met any of her friends. I met her mom once. I met her dogs once. And yet I spent, I talked to her every fucking day for like several years straight online. I took her on vacations on three continents. I don't, no one else really, I mean, no one ever really knows exactly your relationship with another person, especially behind closed doors. But this was like, there, there, there was no, there was no, no one else knows. <laughs> um, which is kind of weird. But I had a fucking, like, a life with this person. And it's, 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 um, yeah. And I wish I knew how to fix that. Uh, I wish there was some way she would have found it in herself to turn around, let me finally catch her. And, uh, It just kind of feels like no one's catchable now. Like no, I, there's, there's, you know, the, uh, I've been, I've had shitty, plenty of shitty relationships. This one had so much potential. I thought it was going to work one day, and it never fucking did. Um, and it, it makes every. Uh, like I can just swipe, 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 swipe on Tinder, and I know because I, I would I dated uh, you know half a dozen or a dozen women along the way, you know a lot of one offs, one one two three that's it, um, because they all would be like I'm really liberated, I don't care if you're married or getting engaged, it's I'm really liberated and open and cool and whatever, and then like three dates in there like I really like you you need to leave your fiance and I was like no it's not gonna happen so um and there were some really cool ones there were some really dope women but then there was also about just you know a bunch of shitty dates you hook up one night and you're like ah, I'm never calling them again and they never called me again and it's like that's that's what I got to look forward to I gotta look forward to all those. Oh, um, I thought your profile said that. Oh, you're into that, and <laughs> you you look like that, and um, you seem like um, just like there's no. I might as well just, you know, picked up a random person. Uh, 
with a blindfold. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how to reconnect because the, the re recreate the situation I got in without doing things that I know are a bad idea. And um, I have to I have to invent a new a new dream, a new goal, a new future with just a mystery person. There's just a blank. You know, like when you know when someone has a profile with no profile picture, and there's just like a little silhouette of a person. My my new goal is now one of those one of those um blank profiles. It's hard to have the motivation. And suppose and you know supposedly you're supposed to have this motivation to to improve yourself, keep yourself in shape, all this shit on yourself. I don't care about myself enough for that and I'm going to have to learn how to apparently this is one of those things each each one of these relationships is supposed to fucking teach you something apparently I'm not listening yet I know you know there's this shitty or not shitty stupid thing online it's like sorry about the squeaky chair it's it was whatever um, it's a squeaky chair life uh, you know is one of those corny like there's only three people you love during your life and you know like it's like the first one's the teenage love and you will never love like this again because you know your fucking hormones are crazy and you're a teenager and then they're like later in life you'll meet someone you know blah 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 this is the one where you're gonna learn all the things you need to learn this one's gonna be painful this one's gonna teach you this one's gonna be there's gonna be there's gonna be break a part of you and you're gonna have to come out and rebuild yourself new and then the third major love of your life will be the one where you find it and it clicks and you don't have to work so hard and you don't have to do all this or you know what you're doing and you, you, you take everything you've learned and you that's the relationship that finally fucking functions. Well, definitely dated more, more than three women. But if you're talking about major loves of your life, this was one of mine, dude. Um, it's probably my most major one adult. Oh, Jesus Christ. If my fucking ex, she's been one of my... Other ex has been bugging me to listen to this podcast. She will kill me if she hears this one. Um, not literally, but she'll. Oh God. Um, God, no. The thing is, I don't know which. She keeps bugging me. She wants to list one. I gotta, I gotta just not ever give her a link. She'll never find it on her own. I don't think. But um. No, this girl was was one of my major major loves. It might have been dysfunctional. I might be an idealist that has his head firmly, firmly, firmly up his ass and doesn't know how to do adult relationships. Or well, I didn't know how to do teenage relationships either. What are we? Who, who are we fucking kidding here? <laughs> well, I was worse then. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I was. You know, Chris Ryan. He has. You know, I'm going to probably mention him every other podcast. He has some story where um, I forget who it was he met. He met somebody, I forget if they were into porn or some shit or 
some guy who wrote books about women or some shit. I don't remember. Whatever. Um, and he, he said something. He was like, oh, you're somebody who had sex before like a certain age. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, how did you know? And he's like, well, there's people, if you're a dude and you have sex before a certain age while you're still developing, you're comfortable in a different way with women for the rest of your life than somebody who, like myself, because um, Jesus uh, didn't didn't have sex till fucking early twenties. Um, these they're like the dudes that wait that long are always going to be insecure. They're past a certain level of development or something like that. If they haven't had sex by then, they're they're always going to be a little a little more awkward, a little more uncomfortable, a little more something. And I'm guess I don't guess I am in that category. I'm in the second category. I know this. I knew this before I, I listened to that podcast. Um, I guess it's just more shit to talk to my therapist with instead of uh, all all you five people. But here we are, and therapy costs a lot of fucking money. And one of one of the ones I talked to. I didn't talk, end up talking to them. I emailed them. They were like, it's yeah, like 360 a fucking session. I was like, are you, uh, how, who, who, who can do that? Oh, and yeah, we don't take insurance. Who can pay 360 a fucking week to talk to a motherfucker for an hour? Like, that doesn't even make any damn sense. I could go get like a major chunk of my, I can go get like some part of my car replaced for that. I can go do a whole lot of things. For 360, um, whatever. I'm talking about fucking money, price, prices of therapy. It's time for me to shut up for today. Um, I'm going to go try to find something with the rest of the evening to do while I don't sleep that can get me out of my head a little bit. Um, and I got to go to the gym tomorrow because I went today. I got to go tomorrow. I got to fucking pound myself into this. I did Wim Hof today. I have to do it tomorrow. Um, yeah, I need to adjust things and I need to do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day because I need to be somewhere else in six months. I need to be far the fuck away from here. I need to have a way that my life is finally... Funded not exclusively by this day job that I um, don't want anymore. I guess that's the end of the podcast. It's time for me to change. Don't be afraid to change. You can change. I have changed. I lost 140 pounds. I did all kind of wild shit in my life. I have to summon those. I got to summon those um, those, those uh, goggins inside me or whatever they are. I need to get them. To, to wake up from their slumber. I hope you have a good one. I hope you remember that you're going to die. Just like Chris Ryan always says. Which is probably the reason I'm, one of the reasons I've fucking listened to a million of his podcasts. Um, Momento Mori. Uh, Morana Sati. Uh, love to all of you. Have a good one.